1: Old football. You make this deal right now, you pancake eating mother. All right, so deal. Old Fashioned Football.
0: Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football, week 13. Before I get started, I am Justin Mark. You can find me on Twitter at jmarkfootball. We're, of course, brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And let me bring in my co-host, my rival in fantasy football, but not my rival in life. Let me bring in... Miranda, you can find her on Twitter at JMark's Wifey. That's right. She is my wifey. Miranda, how are you doing today?
1: Not your rival in life. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm doing great. Just coming off of a good time away with family for Thanksgiving. Many whiskeys were tried with your family. Yes. Yeah. Um, We got a great time in with my cousins, our nieces and nephew, and of course, a lot of football watching was done.
0: Yes, it was. And speaking of football, and speaking of fantasy football, um, I'm going to call you the family killer this this weekend. <laughs> the
1: family killer,
0: something like that. Um, <laughs> what? The the family destroyer. The matchups that always matter most are those against the ones you love. And not only mm-hmm. did you beat me... I
1: did. I crushed you. ...in
0: Fortunes League. You beat me by like 10.
1: I I, I crushed you.
0: <laughs> but you also beat your Uncle Brent in mm-hmm. our league. I did. So, yes, it was a week for destroying your family. <laughs> <laughs> in fantasy football, let me clarify. <laughs> can, can you believe it's week 13 already?
1: No. I, unlucky number 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, w- But no, we're like it's the season's almost over fantasy wise, and it's crazy to think about.
0: Playoffs are looming. We're um, in two weeks. Some playoffs start because I know in one of my leagues I have one more week and then playoffs, Mm -hmm. and in most or a lot of the others we have um, three weeks basically. Fantasy football playoffs start in three weeks, so that's crazy. It is the push is on. Um, we hopefully, hopefully you have a push into the playoffs. Maybe you already got them locked up, which is great. In fact, I, so I think, I know I've locked our league. I've locked our league up. I
1: have too for you, last place. <laughs> you know what it's though? embarrassing. embarrassing.
0: <laughs> um, you are going to win this week and you will only be two games out of the playoffs.
1: In our league? Yes. I'm currently 10th. Yes. I have a horrible record. I, this has never happened in our league. I have never done this poorly.
0: But there are several a handful of teams that are five and six. You're beating one of them. So you're only gonna be one game behind and that person is in the sixth playoff spot right now. So you have a chance of so making playoffs. There's a chance. You're gonna be like that team with the losing record that sneaks into the playoffs <laughs> to take everybody down. You think that'll happen?
1: I I can only hope.
0: <laughs> then in next league, um, It looks like I should make it in that one. I I, think you're going to make it in that one, too. I'm pretty sure
1: I'm locked in for that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, looking at the records, I do think we both have that one locked. You're not in my um, big money league here. I'm currently in third, but it is a dogfight. Only four people make the playoffs in that one, and it is a dogfight. I am going to lose this week. So it's going to come down to next week. I have to beat one person and Anyone I'll be in. Anyone in that
1: league listening right now, you better believe I heard a lot about that <laughs> last
0: night. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, and then in the Rumble, you are in third place. i am got the same record, tied for third. Mm-hmm. So we should both be able to make the playoffs in that one. Kudos to us. two For sure, two out of three. Three out of, or two out of four. Well, you can't
1: forget yeah. our listener league. I know this yes, isn't a our dynasty league. Yes, um, Where are you standing in that one? I currently. I'm on in, the bubble. You're <laughs> on the bubble. I'm currently in third.
0: Yeah, you've been having a good season in that one.
1: It has been. So I guess four out of three out of four leagues locking them in for me. Yeah. For the playoffs, I don't really count our fun league as we call it. I know you don't. Pretty it's important, much. though. It is important. <laughs> you get to run it. I I'm running it this year, so
0: I'm about yeah. to sneak into sixth place in our listener league.
1: Anyways, let, nobody wants to hear about our standings, Nerf. I want to hear about our standings. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: anyway, it's week thirteen. The playoffs are looming. We got some stuff to get to for you to uh, try to help you make that last push. So, um, to try to lock it up if you haven't yet, but. Miranda, before we get into more football, what are we drinking today?
1: We are drinking the Sexton Irish Whiskey. Now, I realize tonight we haven't featured an Irish Whiskey, and it's kind of weird for us because Jameson is definitely a go-to in this household. Yeah. it. We drink a lot of bourbon, uh, but Jameson is always there. <laughs> yeah. Jameson ginger and lime, go-to of mine. Um, we
0: did. We did drink a bar out of Jameson at your family wedding. We did. <laughs> Me, you, and your mom. We
1: we definitely <laughs> did. <laughs> and we could have kept going. Yeah. They only had what bar only carries one bottle of Jameson? Come on.
0: I think we went through <laughs> one and a half. They had one and a half. Did they? Yes. I
1: yeah. just know at the end of the night they were out of Jameson. And
0: I even scaled back because it was my foot was pretty painful, and I was thinking the alcohol was making it swell more. So, yeah, we definitely, right. we definitely could have done more damage. That was such
1: a great time. Yeah. <laughs> such a great time. Anyway, more to come on that. Um, Justin, let's get into our injury report.
0: Before we get into our injury report, oh, let's talk about one other thing. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. If we add many more states, I won't be able to say that in one breath. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Look to get involved in the same game parlay. WinBet is your home with their WinBet. Build your own bet, letting you, you customize the bet you want to make. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. WinBet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Go ahead and sign up today to receive a special offer of betting $100, win $100. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so that they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where a playthrough through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a game called 1-800-522-4700. All righty. Just had to get us paid real quick.
1: Of course. <laughs> it's very <laughs> and important. going back to our injury report, we have a lot for you again. It has been without fail. We have a lengthy injury report. By the time we get through our Sunday games, there's a yes. long list of names. Yes. Every week.
0: Yep. The good news is it was none of your like RB1s or wide receiver ones, but important to these guys that are injured nonetheless. Mm. Uh. Well, we'll see what you're... Uh, uh. I'm sure it's not Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney is not helping anybody win their leagues, and he tore ligaments in his ankle. I'm sorry about that, brother. I relate. Going to take some surgery. I did not, thankfully. Um, He's out for the year, and this, of course, will benefit new addition Chase Claypool.
1: Joe Mixon, maybe not, depending on your league. He wasn't RB1 in one of my leagues.
0: Well, yeah. He just wasn't the consensus RB one picked, I mean. But Well yes. for
1: my fantasy. No, he points, is
0: he is a big injury. He
1: was rostered RB one for me. Anyway, Joe Mixon for the Bengals still in concussion protocol. This is gonna benefit Samaji Pirine if he can't go this Sunday.
0: Yes, yep. Yeah. Um and of course we are recording on Monday night and so far he's not cleared the concussion protocol, so we're up to a full week not clearing. Um, next up, oh, so sad. Um, sorry. <laughs> i sorry. Sh- I shouldn't poke fun at injuries. I honestly hope he's ready to go next week. Aaron Rodgers, out with a rib, iner- in- rib energy, injury, not energy, out with a rib injury. Um, this benefits Jordan Love. Miranda, have we seen Rodgers play his last game of football for the Green Bay Packers?
1: You made a comment, and I don't know. He, what is going on with Rodgers? I feel like he's, well, he's fading. He's, he's had f- a broken
0: thumb. That's what he said anyways. He's been playing with a broken thumb. I don't know. I still know. don't quite buy it because he's had some Roger throws. And then he's had throws where, a lot of throws, where it's at the their feet. I feel like if your thumb is broken and bothering you, you're not making some throws and not the others. It, it affects you across the board, I would think. Well, and
1: if he's playing with a broken thumb, what are they doing? Why aren't they pulling him out?
0: Right. Yep. And why then he gets this rib injury. Like I honestly hope he's better next week. And I'll tell you why. I hope he's better, and I Mm -hmm. hope Justin Fields is better for this Bears-Packers showdown, the only game I care about the rest of the year because we're out of the playoff race, and that would essentially end the Packers' season. They -hmm. would have no hope at the playoffs. And Justin Fields is the quarterback that gets us past Aaron Rodgers, is he not? Uh, He has to be. He has to be. Agreed.
1: Kadarius Toney, wide receiver for the Chiefs, suffering a hamstring injury. Coach Andy Reid has said... They will be cautious with him, and they're going to ease him back onto the field. I don't know. I wouldn't count on it. This is going to benefit Juju for sure.
0: Absolutely. Um, Patriots running back Damian Harris also dealing with a hamstring injury. We don't have a lot on this. However, he didn't practice today. But I think it's safe to say that Ramondi Stevenson has taken his backfield over anyways. He
1: had a killer game for me.
0: Yes, he's been doing very well. Um, I, I actually... Got him for three dollars in one league and he's just he's paid mm-hmm. off, obviously.
1: Definitely look for him as a keeper in yes. any of your keeper leagues. Jets running back Michael Carter has a low ankle sprain and is day to day. This is gonna benefit Zonovan Knight, who we are going to talk about. I am going to talk about later.
0: All right. Um Saints running back Alvin Kamara has an unknown injury. Um he was being seen worked on. After or I guess during the game, he should be okay, but I'd say the the main injury is to his pride at this point. (laughs) He's not doing well, and we'll get to that.
1: No, and then another running back for you here, Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers, suffering a knee injury. They're saying six to eight weeks, so out for fantasy football purposes. This is going to benefit Jordan Mason, as fellow rookie Tyrion Davis-Price was a healthy scratch for Mason to play.
0: And this just in, not just in, it happened a while ago, but as we're recording, um, Najee Harris exited the game, will not return, so... Upset me. Yeah, definitely monitor that, but it looks like, as of right now, that will benefit Benny Snell, who has 12 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown at this point.
1: So, as, I mean, we've brought you the injury report weekly, but it really, like, this is important stuff now with playoffs looming. If you have any... These players, or you're looking to grab a player, look for those people, those starters who are injured or out, and grab their backups.
0: Playoffs? You want to talk about the playoffs? We're always
1: talking about the playoffs. <laughs> That's
0: right. Why don't we talk about Sir Throws a lot? Miranda, it's your boyfriend.
1: My my boyfriend? Your,
0: your boyfriend. Um, my fantasy crush. Your fantasy <laughs> crush. There you go. Which was Nick Foles at one point.
1: Uh, well, yeah, his season where he had back-to-back 70-point <laughs> games for fantasy, yes. Yeah. He quickly, we quickly broke up.
0: Quickly Let's just say ended. That. that
1: relationship faded fast.
0: Faster than Pitts and I. Um, you're, you're <laughs> yes, much faster
1: <laughs> because I cut him loose. I don't hang on.
0: <laughs> All right, well, your boyfriend Justin Herbert is Sir Throws-A-Lot this week. He led week so far with 47 passes in their 1 point win over the cardinals.
1: Yes. 47 it's a lower Sir throws a lot but
0: Yeah, when we don't crack 50, you know, that teams must have focused on the run. I think we're going to see that as it gets colder. Weather starts getting mm-hmm. worse in a lot of areas, you got rain, all that stuff. I think you're going to have
1: Yeah, in those open stadiums.
0: Yep. Football's okay. meant to be played in an open stadium. If you have any questions or would like to debate that, um, talk to Colby Dant, because he will, <laughs> he hates domes, hates dome football.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, coming off of Justin Herbert for a, Sir Throws A Lot, it's perfect segue into my first stud. Um, he was projected 18.2 this week and finished with 28.76. Needless to say, I was satisfied.
0: Um yes most justins are studs. Um <laughs> stud running back this one killed me. It killed me. So I'm in a league, my big money league. Y'all have heard me talk about it if you've listened Jesus, to us before. I have to
1: hear this again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so in this league a a, a 50 uh I I don't I didn't even say the person yet. Josh Jacobs, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um a 50 plus yard touchdown is worth 5 extra points, okay? And over 200 rushing yards is six extra points. So... It's 11. Yes. With Josh Jacobs' overtime rushing touchdown of 86 yards, it amassed my... uh, uh, It gave my opponent 8.6 for the run, 6 for the touchdown, 5 for the over 50-yard touchdown, and 6 for eclipsing 200 yards. For those not good at math, that's 26.8
1: points. 26.8.
0: And I'm currently down by 15. (laughs) So that's what killed me. Um, It was just super disappointing. He was projected 15.5. He finished with 54.8 in that league because of those bonuses. um, And I'm going to lose because of it. So that is a major blow. (laughs) And then one other stud running back. This one helps me out. Obviously, you've heard me say I got him for $1. Uh, Eagles running back, Miles Sanders. Projected 12, finished with 29.5 points in the Eagles win over the Packers.
1: Stud wide receiver for you. Just wide receiver Garrett Wilson, who had new starting quarterback Mike White throwing to him. He was projected 9.5, and he finished with 26.9.
0: Did you have a question? Your hand was raised. What was going on over there? I talk with my <laughs> hands.
1: Just mind your own business over there. <laughs>
0: All of a sudden, I see her hand go up. I'm looking at up. the stats, and I'm, like,
1: pointing <laughs> in the air. You, just don't worry about me. <laughs>
0: uh, another stud wide receiver, Jags wide receiver, Say Jones, projected 8.1, finished with 22 points. We're going to talk about him a little bit later.
1: Now, I've got a couple stud tight ends for you.
0: Because you love the tight ends. You
1: know I do. After some bad weeks, Dalton Schultz really came through for me. He was projected 8.5. He finished with 17.1. It was He had a great game for the Cowboys. For that's, sure. That's about all I can say. Another stud tight end... Hunter Henry. Oh,
0: here we go. (laughs)
1: Projected 3.7, finished with 13.8. I feel like last week you alluded to Hunter Henry being a possible
0: somebody to watch for. He was one of my picks on our waiver wire. And
1: And if you picked him up, if you were needing that tight end help, it definitely paid off with that 13.8.
0: Which I did. I lost Kyle Pitts. I threw in Hunter Henry and Hunter Henry did. You lost
1: Kyle. Did you drop him?
0: No, uh-huh. no, I just threw him on he's the injured reserve. you
1: still hanging on. you still hanging on over yeah, there. Yeah, I dropped him. In, I
0: dropped him in one league because he's not going to be back. And to be a keeper, he would be a first rounder. So <laughs> that's not happening. Poor decisions. Yes, yeah. Um, no, it, it, but listen, people. Here's the deal. We looked at his roster percentage, and not enough of you took my advice. You probably should have. Anyways, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Let's talk about dud quarterbacks. This has been a dud all year. Uh, Russell Wilson projected only (laughs) 14.8. Couldn't even reach that and finished with 8.48. I got a little fun nugget for you. A
1: fun nugget. I like your fun nuggets. You like my fun nuggets. Throw it
0: at me. Carson Wentz currently has more passing touchdowns this year than Russell Wilson. Carson Carson Wentz stopped playing week six because of injury.
1: Has not played for six weeks.
0: Also, Russ Wilson's Denver home has more bathrooms than Russ Wilson has passing touchdowns this year. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
1: Oh, boy. All right. I've got a dud running back for you Texans running back, Damian Pierce. This is his second bad week in a row. He was projected 13. He finished with 3.1. If you're rolling into the playoffs with him, two bad weeks in a row is nerve wracking.
0: It is. I do have him, and I'm trying to make playoffs. So what do you do? What what's going through your mind? It, well, at this point, it's like, because the Texans are so bad, do you start benching him? I mean, he was kind of their only fantasy-worthy player. But, I, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. Um, another tough one, running back Calvin Kamara. We talked about his injury, but before that, he had 13 rushing yards on 7 carries. For those of you doing math, that's a like 2.1 a carry. Uh, Or less than two, uh, a carry. My bad. For those of you that do math better than me, I think you've
1: proved (laughs) yourself to not be (laughs) the math person in this household through our podcast.
0: Math is hard. I'm actually really good at math, but, anyways. Nobody
1: would know it, and nobody (laughs) believes you. Anyone (laughs) listening does not believe you. I get behind
0: the mic, and all the math skills have gone. Um, (laughs) Anyways, he had 13 rushing yards, only 37 (laughs) receiving yards, and two, count them, two fumbles. Now, that's a bad day. He projected 13.3, finished with four.
1: I have got some dud wide receivers for you. This one, he's not a dud often. 49ers wide receiver Debo Samuel was projected 13.3. He finished with only 5.8. And then Bucks wide receiver Mike Evans also isn't a dud often. I happen to have both of these. Ouch. In, yeah, in a league. He was pre- Mike Evans was projected eleven point six against the Browns. Finished with four point one.
0: Yeah, both those hurt.
1: They, they, they stung.
0: Yes, this is not the time of year you want your players to be th- putting up duds. I will
1: say, based on our earlier conversation, it's not really affecting my playoff standings.
0: <laughs> Playoffs. Playoffs.
1: <laughs> yes, it's not really. Effect- if I've, I've, I've still got them locked.
0: Yes, I would like to talk about just real quick. I know we're going to talk about um, dud tight ends, but just real quick. I was so confident after Thanksgiving Day against you
1: <laughs> in know. Knicks
0: League because I had Justin Jefferson, who had 29.34 points. I had a Monroe St. Brown, who had 27.9 points. And so I was just so confident. But then, of course, you have your Chargers players. Herbert get 34. Keenan Allen get 25 or sorry Austin Eckler get 25 Keenan Allen get 15 James Conner got you 21 your Dalton Schultz, Schultz really got came you through for 19.1. me 19.1 yeah just oh,
1: I man. this oh this is a league that I had Mike Evans in and I started yes. him but it did not affect
0: it No ETN getting injured and only getting me 0.3 didn't hurt, help but he, he beat me by I said 10 it was 22 if we're going to get technical Oh it was
1: 12. You 22. tried to Point shore two. me points, and anyway, I was just about to say clearly, like it bothers you so bad. You gave me. <laughs> we were at your parents on Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, I was talking shit. And you a were really shit. rubbing it in. <laughs> you were just talking shit, and I'm just.
0: When your top two receivers get 29 and 27, you just kind of assume you're going to win. <laughs>
1: well, when your top two running backs get you about 50 points, you're you're pretty solid. Yeah,
0: that's rough. <laughs> Anyways, um. Let's talk about some dud tight ends. Yeah, uh, you're like, I don't want to talk about this uh, anymore. Yeah, <laughs> if it right. was
1: reversed, you would continue to talk. Oh, I'm
0: sure. Another 49ers player who's a dud. <laughs> 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 moving on. Just, moving on. Moving on. George Kittle projected nine points, finished with 4.1. Sorry to Rod and Nick, the 49ers fans. And Dawson Knox, tight end for the Bills, projected eight, finished with 2.7. He's had trouble getting going all year, and I thought he was going to do well this year after he finished top 10 last year, but that's not really been the case.
1: No. No, that was one that I, at the start of the season, I felt like he was somebody to go after, but he was not the tight end I was looking for, and I don't have him anymore.
0: (laughs) This is not the tight end you were looking for.
1: (laughs) While we're talking about duds, I feel like this is a, a good time to throw this in there. So...
0: I heard you had a little fun nugget here. I have. I guess if
1: you want to call it a fun nugget, I have a fun nugget for you, Justin. You're always bringing me the fun nuggets. In talking with my boss's boss's boss, Anthony, today.
0: (laughs) This guy again?
1: (laughs) This guy. He is coming off of a high from the Browns beating Tampa this weekend, by the way.
0: Is that alluding to the fact that he lives in Colorado?
1: No. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. No. He's just like. The Browns won, they shouldn't have. The the Browns beat Tom Brady. He shared with me an interesting stat. So get this. The Buccaneers' overtime loss to the Browns yes, on Sunday is the first time in Tom Brady's entire career that he has lost a game when leading by seven or more points in the final minute.
0: Really? Yes. That's interesting. He
1: is... He, but going into that game he was two hundred and eighteen and zero for that
0: mm-hmm. Wow now
1: he is two hundred and eighteen and one because of the browns because of the browns. the browns broke that stat for him,
0: <laughs> so i I find it funny that he brings up the stat to give you, and we're saying how bad it is because it was to the browns. <laughs> <laughs> no but really (laughs) that might have been not been his point behind the stat, but (laughs) it fits quite well
1: (laughs) it's the browns um yeah but no like tom brady
0: yeah a a dud i mean really this year
1: well a dud for i don't i guess i didn't look at his fantasy points i don't have tom brady in any of my leagues let me do you have it pull up the stat sheet i can pull it up real quick um but Tom Brady, I, I read this the other day, he has been, it's been, like, I think it was this past week, could be wrong, don't quote me here, but I think last week, 22 years ago, was his first pass thrown mm. in his career in the NFL. He's been yeah, he's passing it for 22 years.
0: Old as balls, really. <laughs>
1: I was yes, yeah. Depending on he's roles, been but... yeah since I was ten.
0: <laughs> now <I'm laughs> telling everybody your age now. <laughs> she is a youngin. Um, Tom Brady's the seventeenth ranked quarterback. The seventeenth, the guy that almost—I mean—he's always a top fifteen, usually a top ten. Mm-hmm. But he's the seventeenth ranked, and the highest score he's had all year was against Kansas City, thirty-one point four. Aside from that. He has not gone over 22.04 points.
1: There's, I feel like there's a lot going into play with his season this year. It's not the season people anticipated for no. him to have fantasy-wise. He's been going through a lot at home. He's been... I, I, there's well, a then lot he of coaching have talks. Retired. What?
0: Then he should have stayed retired.
1: I don't think he's going to go back into retirement after this year.
0: Uh, I guess we'll see.
1: I don't know. I don't think he's going to end on a low. But anyway... There's also been a lot of talk with the coaching staff and everything on.
0: This is really. um, I know we're we're talking fantasy football. We're getting off on a little tangent here, but it's really interesting that we're watching the end of several eras: Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. This is the end of an era for some guys that have been in the league for a long time, mm-hmm. that have been winning. In the, well, Matt Stafford's not been winning until <laughs> he went to the Rams, yes. but he has mm-hmm. been a, a, a good quarterback.
1: He, he's he been a reliable quarterback, yes. fantasy-wise. Yes. Maybe the Lions, their shitty seasons.
0: But he always but put up huge he, stats.
1: He's a quarterback you could rely on, fantasy-wise.
0: Yep. So yeah, him, Brady, Rodgers. Ryan, I mean, all these guys just, mm-hmm. uh, this is probably the last year for at least half those guys. For at least half. I would bet.
1: Should we, play? I was just going to say, this is a great opportunity for us to make a bet.
0: Stafford, out, oh, gone. I mean, he's injured right now. Mm-hmm. They're likely talking about putting him on injured reserve the rest of the year. I don't think he comes back. He won a Super Bowl, then he had a really atrocious year and battled injuries.
1: I think Tom Brady comes back. I'm betting I think that think Tom one. Brady comes you back. You think he doesn't? You have to I'm I'm taking that he does, so you have to take that he doesn't. Okay. That's well, the best.
0: He <laughs> he doesn't for the Bucks.
1: For the Bucks? He does not back the bucks. You think the Bucks the are bucks. gonna cut Tom Brady? Yes. Or you think he's gonna part ways?
0: Yes. I do.
1: All right. Tom what Brady's are we
0: next na- a We're bottle gonna, of whiskey. Uh,
1: no. Yeah, a bottle of bourbon.
0: Okay. Tom Brady's uh,
1: we know, no, we gotta get more specific than that.
0: Tom Brady's a next. A bottle next team. of Blanton's. A bo- <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> that means we have to get a bottle of plankton's either way.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Tom Brady's next team that he throws for, or or Aaron Rodgers, one of them's going to the Jets. That's my guess.
1: Repeat that?
0: Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets. That's my guess.
1: You think Aaron Rodgers is going to go to the Jets?
0: Yes. His contract is done with Green Bay after this year. I can't
1: year. see either one of them. I think Aaron Rodgers is gone
0: you're saying the Jets like they're bad. Jets are it's seven jets. and four now.
1: Okay, but it's the Jets.
0: Or maybe they're eight and four. It's almost
1: like saying it's the Browns. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> but their defense is good. Uh should we talk about the waiver wire?
1: Let's talk about the waiver Let's
0: wire. Let's talk about the waiver wire. We we went off on our tangent long enough. We
1: did. We're we're stalling. <laughs> really quick before we get into <clears throat> our why wi- waiver wires. And this is this has to do with the waiver wire. But before we get into the players we've chosen, I Excuse do... me.
0: Did you almost say the weighers <laughs> What were you saying there? Shut up, <laughs> Justin. Yeah, <clears throat> hey, I'm so pissed you It's ten
1: thirty on a Monday night. Just give me a break. I've been on the phone all day. <laughs> I just wanted to give a little bit of a tip for people out there. Just the tip. <laughs> there are players. Got ret- <laughs> there are players returning from injury or suspension soon. And I am somebody, at least, who always – I pay attention to that, and I love when I'm able to grab somebody up who's out there on the injured reserve and who's been out all season or been suspended, and nobody else is paying attention to that.
0: Yeah, of course. And they're a
1: great player, and as soon as they're back in, they are going to be an impact. So we have Deshaun Watson. He is currently 58% rostered, but there's 42% of leagues out there who don't have him rostered.
0: Math is not hard for you.
1: It is not hard for me. <laughs> it is a strong suit. <laughs> um, So he's somebody. Go go check. See if he's out there. Every I feel like at least everybody, unless you're just having a killer, killer season, has somebody they can drop in, stash one of those people on your roster. J.K. Dobbins. He is 66% rostered right now. Obviously, both of these rostered in over 50% of leagues check to make sure if they're out there and i just think they're worth considering and could make an impact Um, especially if they're out there they weren't kept you could those are cheap keepers for the next year off of the
0: absolutely agency absolutely my um first waiver wire besides those little bonuses you gave out there mike white quarterback for the jets eight percent rostered Poor Zach Wilson. Mike White started over him. They uh, both let each other know, or they got word of this earlier in the week. Um, And Mike White lit it up after Zach Wilson has been struggling. Granted, it was against a very porous Bears defense, so take it (laughs) for what that's worth. But he looked good with 315 passing yards and three passing touchdowns, and I think he just brings a little bit of extra fire to the Jets. I mean, they seem pumped up. He ran that offense well, and I think he's going to remain the starter for the rest of this year anyways. Now, Looking ahead, they do have Minnesota and Buffalo the next two weeks. Tough defenses, obviously. But if you want to stash him to see how it goes, um, because like I said, it was against the Bears. He needs to prove a little bit more than the fact that you can pass on the Bears. I think I might be able to pass on the Bears at this point. But in Week 15 and Week 16, which would be Week 1 and Mm 2 of the playoffs, he plays against Detroit, which is 32nd against quarterbacks, and Jacksonville, 22nd against... Quarterbacks, so two teams that he could move the ball easy against, and then week seventeen, which would be your championship, he plays against Seattle, which is twenty-first against the quarterback. So, d- do you want to roll in with Mike White as your playoff starter? I, no,
1: I was going to say I don't think I'd want to, but
0: but say say somebody gets hurt, say your starter gets hurt, and
1: he has he has a good schedule, he has a good schedule, yes.
0: and he could have a good fantasy football run.
1: All right. I mentioned him earlier on the show. Zonovan Knight, running back for the Jets, he is currently 0% rostered. He is not rostered anywhere. So good opportunity maybe for someone out there. I'm going to assume that Michael Carter is going to miss time with his low ankle sprain. So I would check to make sure James Robinson isn't available. He was a healthy scratch this last week. So I'm unsure if their organization is unhappy with him. I don't know what's going on there. Also, even if Ty Johnson did score some points, a lot of that was on a single big run and a touchdown. He had five carries, 62 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. It was Zonovan White that got more of the usage. He had 14 carries for 69 yards, 34 receiving yards. He's... An undrafted rookie who got a spot this last week over James Robinson. Obviously, we already talked about the Jets. They have a tough next two games, but then play an easy Lions, Jags, and Seahawks in the fantasy football playoffs. So, again, this is somebody to look for. 0% rostered. If you have a spot, you can just stash him, see what happens.
0: Yeah, Jets Put players have mm-hmm. an easy um, schedule, so I think that's what are, we're kind of driving home here, right? I also find it funny, we start off with two Jets players after we just said, it's the Jets. I know. <laughs> Almost as bad we as the We are contradicting Browns. ourselves. And their names rhyme. Mike White's out of a night. So uh, maybe I'm tired, but that that knight. struck me. The All White right, Knight. Continue. continue. Um, if you pick up both of them, you have to change your name to White Knight. It is... Um, <laughs> It's something you just need to do. It's required. Um, Melvin Gordon. I know you're going, what? Uh, Melvin Gordon. Let me say it again for those in the back. Melvin Gordon running back for the Chiefs, rostered in 46% of leagues. I must stop myself real quick before we do this um, again because we have done this in a previous episode. Fab. Fab. I
1: thought about that.
0: Yes, which for those that don't know is free agent auction budget. Uh, My parents listen to our show and my mom goes, What is fab? (laughs) They've been
1: listening all season and they just now asked what fab is.
0: (laughs) Well, they said they knew at one point, but they forgot. Oh, they forgot. Yeah, because I think we probably explained it at the beginning episodes. But yeah, Uh, Mike White, I wouldn't go crazy Um, 1-2%, really. I wouldn't go crazy. I
1: was going to say the same with Zonovan Knight. Again, so we contradicted ourselves, but at the same time, not. It's the Jets. Zonovan Knight, 0% rostered. I don't know how many people are going to pay attention to him.
0: And you can't base it off of a game against this Bears defense. No. That's the tough part. Like, you don't, we don't know if Michael Carter's coming back or how long he'll miss. But regardless, they picked on a very bad Bears defense. So I do think you kind of have to see how it goes before you're gung-ho on them, right?
1: I would agree. I wouldn't. I, low percentage of fab.
0: Yeah. So, all right. Moving forward, Melvin Gordon. This is interesting because Gordon was recently cut from the Broncos because of fumbling Um He's only 46% rostered, so he was obviously cut from a bunch of fantasy football teams as well. However, his running style matches what the Chiefs like. Um, I know they have Pacheco, um, who's been starting. They do have Ronald Jones, who has just been a career disappointment. But Gordon, I think, really fits their offense as this hard runner who can also catch passes out of the backfield. And he's got playoff experience. Andy Reid really buys into that kind of stuff. He loves players with experience. Uh, in the fantasy football playoffs, the Chiefs play the Texans, the Seahawks, and then a revenge game for Melvin Gordon against the Broncos. Like I said, Andrew Reid respects veterans. I have a feeling they claimed Gordon off the waivers for a reason. I think we see him start or at least play, share the workload with Pacheco sooner rather than later. Um This is a guy who has been, he's had a good career at times. He has. He's been fantasy football relevant.
1: He has not been lately.
0: No, not for the Broncos, but nobody on the Broncos has. (laughs) So I think I...
1: I I think this is a gamble.
0: It is. I think I would throw 5% on it, though. I think he's on a good team. He lands at the perfect spot. And if anybody can get the maximum out of players, it's Andy Reid.
1: I can't argue with you there. (laughs) All right, Zay Jones, wide receiver for the Jags. He He's somebody who has, he's had a big game here or there, and then he kind of disappeared. I remember talking about him earlier in the season, and then he just went away. He's currently only 38% rostered, and he is coming in 46th ranked wide receiver this year so far, which if you think about it, that's not bad. No. But he hasn't
0: fits into a flex spot kind of.
1: Yeah. Hit and miss. Yeah. Um but anyway, the Jags th- are able to move the ball well in the air, especially with Trevor L- Yeah, especially <laughs> with Trevor Lawrence playing well. This weekend Jones had 11 receptions on 14 targets and brought in 145 yards. That's a lot. It is. He also got a two-point conversion as the Jaguars upset the Ravens.
0: Which is worth two points for those of you that, for whatever reason, don't know that.
1: Two-point conversion. It's
0: worth two points two in points. fantasy football as well.
1: Two points. Okay. <laughs> um. He did have one other game this year. It was against the Chargers where he had 10 catches on 11 targets for 85 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So he seems to be showing up in big games, and he goes against some easier easier defenses in the fantasy football playoffs. They do play Dallas on week one of the playoffs, but then they play the Jets, those shitty Jets, (laughs) and the Texans. I'm going to assume that Christian Kirk gets the main coverage from the defense, which should be Gardner for the Jets and Savage for the Texans, meaning Jones should get looked at often.
0: Yeah, agree.
1: I didn't give fabs. Let me circle back to that. I again, I wouldn't throw a lot at this. It's it's hard to say Um, maybe 10 percent if you need that help. Like I said, he goes against some easy teams in the playoffs. Yeah. And he has that potential for boom.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, I also got a wide receiver to talk about. Isaiah McKenzie of the Bills. He's rostered in 30, 34% of leagues. I would go to 5 to 10%. Look, the Bills are a team that obviously can move the ball, right? And Diggs and Davis often get a lot of the attention. However, Isaiah McKenzie, ranked 44, so two above your Zay Jones there, has had some impact in games as well, especially last game where he had six catches on 10 targets for 96 yards and a touchdown. Now, he started the season with three touchdowns in their first four games before an injury kind of slowed him a bit. So he may be kind of getting back to that touchdown streak. Maybe we're going to see him do another three and four. And in the fantasy football playoffs, they'll play Miami, where I expect it's going to kind of be a shootout, and they'll have to throw it a lot. Then they play Chicago, who just made Mike White look like the MVP of the league. And finally, the Bengals where, again, I think they might need to throw it often. So if you want a piece of this Bills offense it's going to be moving the ball and you've not been able to get one, now you have McKenzie to consider.
1: And now let's get into our tight ends. <laughs>
0: yes, let's get into our tight ends. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Phrasing. Um, I mentioned him before, Justin. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Tight end for the Patriots. He is currently only 30% rostered. I would maybe, I'm just going to get the fab out of the way because I'll forget again, 5% because he still is just a tight end. Yes. And he's had a couple good games lately, but I, I would not he's not a tight end I would spend a lot of money on. He's also, I realize this, like I know I was choosing him and I realize he's a bit of a stretch, but he has been getting looks in the red zone. He's one of the more established, t- trusty pass catchers for the Patriots who will be looking to make a push in the end of the season for, the pl- for playoff purposes. Um, one of the things I like most about Hunter Henry, <laughs> <laughs> aside from the fact – I just can't – I have to do that to you. I have to haunt you. Uh, aside from the fact that he's just coming off a 63-yard one touchdown – 63 yards, one touchdown. Just 63 yards, <laughs> one touchdown. I just have to say that again. It's impressive, which is similar to – I mean, it's similar to his stat line on week six. These have been his best two weeks. Now, looking into the fantasy football playoffs, the Patriots will play against two teams that I think they'll have to pass. to keep. They're going to have to pass the ball to keep up with <clears> – <throat> which could benefit you if you're streaming tight ends, (laughs) still looking for an answer. They play the Raiders, the Bengals, and the Dolphins, three teams that have been able to move the ball.
0: Yeah, um, he's looked good. Uh, And this is a guy that finished well last year, and then it was kind of slow starting this year, but it looks like he's starting to put it together again. So, Um, Sorry, go ahead. I was
1: going to say, two games, I mean... It's two games. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. But 12 points, I mean, mm-hmm. in a non-PPR league is nothing to frown at for a no, tight end absolutely, position.
1: absolutely not.
0: Um, I got one tight end to talk about rostered in 46% of the leagues. Foster Moreau tied in for the Raiders. I know Raiders players, really, um, that aren't named Devonta Adams or Josh Jacobs. But <laughs> speaking of the Raiders, Darren Waller is going to miss time. Um, he's going to keep missing time. Sorry, we already knew he was missing time. But he's going to keep missing time, and Foster Moreau has been benefiting from it. While he isn't racking up a lot of yardage, he is being targeted at an average of a little over five times a game in the last six games. He also has two touchdowns in the last three games. His Derek Carr is starting to look more his way in the red zone. They throw everybody they can at Devontae Adams, so he's going to have to look elsewhere. Sometimes with tight ends, you kind of have to chase touchdowns because... There aren't a lot of tight ends outside of Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews that Mm -hmm. continually rack up yards, right? So you kind of have to chase those um, touchdowns. And the Raiders have a a tough fantasy football playoff schedule, but I think they're going to be pushing hard to prove themselves. And, you know, you think, well, they got a tough playoff schedule. That could be good for fantasy football because they could be pushing um, down the field as much as they can. You're giving me a skeptical (laughs) look.
1: We're like... Pushing all of these picks because of their ease of schedule, and they're like, "This "This is a hard schedule. This is going to be great." (laughs) So again,
0: yeah. Well, okay. So, but I,
1: I know I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and I don't disagree with you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when you play from behind, you're passing the ball, so normally your receivers or pass catchers do get more Mm -hmm. fantasy points. So they're going to face the Patriots, the Steelers, the Niners. Patriots just allowed 43 yards and a touchdown to um, Hawkinson. The Steelers um, just allowed Jelani Woods, the tight end for the Colts, actually the backup tight end to Mo Alley Cox, to have eight receptions for 98 yards. So, so the Patriots and Steelers are they have trouble covering that tight end position. But the 49ers. Not so much. They're pretty tough against the tight end position.
1: So that is all we have for you for waiver wire pickups this week. Now we need to get into one of my favorite parts of the show, our whiskey review.
0: Oh shit. I thought you were going to say sitting at a table across from me. That's not your favorite part of the show?
1: Like I said, we're <laughs> going to
0: get to my favorite part of the show. Sitting <laughs> All right, so as...
1: Reviewing our whiskey that we're drinking. Yeah,
0: and as we said earlier, we're drinking the Sexton, which is an Irish whiskey, and this is a special one. Um, and the reason that I bought it, this is the Walking Dead edition, which is in this special bottle.
1: Has uh, no impact on the taste whatsoever. No,
0: no, I'm just, I'm a big But you fan.
1: had to place an order <laughs> for the Walking Dead bottle.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan <laughs> of the Walking Dead, so yeah, I had to get this. Um, in fact, I had to get two, but uh,
1: one which we cannot drink. It will sit on the shelf. Sorry. Continue, Justin.
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, no. It, and it's got if you're a Walking Dead fan, it's got quotes on the bottle um, from The Walking Dead. This they say it's the official whiskey of The Walking Dead. I remember one scene where they drink whiskey where Herschel drinks whiskey in a bar from this bottle, which is a very unique shaped bottle. It. Well, it's It's squatty. It's a hexagon. hexagon Yeah. yeah. So very unique. Um, I will
1: say as far as bottles go, it is it's a neat bottle, not because of the Walking Dead label and all that stuff. But the bottle itself is unique.
0: You gave up on the Walking Dead. I. No spoilers.
1: No. Is it a spoiler? However many years after
0: my parents haven't seen it yet. My dad wants to watch. Well it.
1: this is their this is their <laughs> warning to plug their ears. Plug
0: your ears, Dad. I
1: did stop watching after Rick left the show.
0: Yeah. A lot of people. That was say the that. end
1: for me. And like you have rewatched it and I feel like you've rewatched it again.
0: Oh yeah. Multiple and times. I
1: can't. This is a show I will not be rewatching. it was hard enough for me to watch it the first time. It was good. I can't do zombies. Just, nope.
0: I'm glad you didn't say it was bad, because we can't have that.
1: Okay, Negan. Are we pissing our
0: pants yet?
1: Stop. (laughs) (laughs) Miranda does
0: not like when I quote Negan.
1: I don't. It's just, it's unnecessary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, tell us a little bit about this. Yes.
1: This is unique for several reasons. First, and, okay, I know I always bring you a little bit of history about the whiskeys we drink, And most of the time or pretty much all the time when I look into the history or just some background information about the whiskeys that we try on our show, I end up liking them more. I'm going to be completely honest. This is not. I like Irish whiskey. I'm a Jameson girl. I like my Tully's as well. I did not care for this when we tried it we actually this is not the first time we're trying it. no we tried it this week we tried it on thanksgiving Thanksgiving. with your parents this is one of the many whiskeys we tried with them um it's just not what i want in an irish whiskey and maybe i would have to think of it as not an irish whiskey
0: see and i really like this one so we are opposite there
1: (laughs) we are well uh, I need to try it straight again. Yeah. I have been drinking it in whatever this cocktail is that you made tonight. Excuse me. It's an <laughs> old-fashioned. Just <laughs> minus an not orange. old fashioned. I am very passionate <laughs> about the fact that an old-fashioned must have an orange peel in it. And there's no orange peel in my old-fashioned again.
0: <laughs> well, we don't have oranges.
1: <clears throat> we don't. Um...
0: We've been busy with Thanksgiving. Yeah, We, didn't we got not go to the back, store.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got back yesterday. Immediately started getting ready for the week. Going to the grocery store was not on my to-do list yesterday once we got back. And because of that, I'm sitting here looking at this non-old-fashioned. We're failing our show because we're supposed to be drinking in old-fashioned. Anyway, like I was saying, this is unique for many reasons. And one thing I really like is this is our first whiskey we're trying on the show that is created by a female master blender in the industry. And
0: you don't like it.
1: (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) Conflicted. Master blender Alex Thomas, she really is one of only a few female master blenders in the whiskey industry. She spent decades working on her craft and... She made the Sexton Single malt as a result of her passion for whiskey. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't say I, I don't like it. I don't prefer it if I'm going to go for an Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. Now, I will try this again. I'll give this a second try because... Yeah, you can I try it when I'm doing
0: tasting notes. Yes,
1: when you're doing that. Um, this is made from a 100% malted barley and triple distilled for smoothness, all Irish whiskeys triple distilled.
0: I believe that is correct. That is a thing and, we learned and that triple distilled in, um, uh, what am I trying to think of? Copper pot stills. Thank you, copper pot stills. There you
1: go. Um, we that is something we learned ten years ago in Ireland. Yes, where Januson I'm the facility. official
0: taste tester. Yes. Yes, I have a little certificate for That's that and everything.
1: Definitely is where my love of Irish whiskey comes from. It's the first time I ever tried whiskey. I had a Jameson cranberry. Yeah. And that set my love affair with whiskey. Like I was saying, triple distilled, and as we mentioned, in copper pot stills, and that is the traditional Irish way. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Another unique part of Sexton, Alex worked to perfect a shorter aging process of only four years. And it's then moved over and aged in Oloroso sherry casks to achieve the flavor from the wine-soaked barrel that surpasses its years.
0: Now, these are actually aged in Oloroso sherry butts, and that's straight from their website. Now, a butt is actually the single plane within a barrel, so the barrel is made up of butts. Sherry barrels are made up of Butts. But if you're putting it in Oloroso Sherry Butts and not Sherry Butts in it, I would think you're just putting it in a Sherry Barrel. But the way they word it on their website is it's aged in Oloroso Sherry Butts. So anyways, um, I just thought that was interesting that they don't say barrels. They say butts, but they say it's in there and not like the butt. They don't put a butt in the whiskey. Anyways. (laughs) <laughs> so i just realized how weird that sounded they Obviously do they not put no butts. they don't
1: put their butts in their whiskey <laughs>
0: this is the, the the key to the special <laughs> aging process
1: just a quick dip, okay
0: well um i'm gonna go into a your bit, yeah, the flavor profile you drink this one um, i will drink when i smell Gladly. it i smell kind of honeyish. i get a honey smell to it Tasting notes are. Miranda is shaking her head. She does not get a honey smell. I do, though. Tasting notes are dried fruit, nuts, and honeycomb. Do you get any of those? Why don't you work on your three tastes? Then we can talk about it. No, I do get honey. Yes.
1: It's there for a brief flash towards the end of the taste, for a, really briefly. There's a lot of fumes, I feel like, that come off of this one.
0: Really? And I, don't I think that that's of...
1: why. Even when I s- smelled it, like...
0: Hmm. I get no fumes. Mm. Um,
1: that was... Hang on. I need to taste again. I have my three taste rule.
0: Yeah, yeah. While you're doing that, let me... I'm going to talk a little bit about this Walking Dead version. If you're a fan, it is limited edition in the honor of the finale of The Walking Dead, which I just watched a week ago, I believe. I actually bought two, one to drink, one to have, as Miranda said, but I really, I mean, this is only a $32 bottle, which I think is pretty reasonably priced, so for that price, I really like it. I I really kind of want to get another one, because I liked it enough, and I would like to leave one unopened, Um, but you can go to their website and order either just their normal one or the Walking Dead version at www.thesexton.com. All right, now that you've had more drinks and made more faces, um...
1: I don't make faces when I taste whiskey.
0: You just... I think this is so smooth. And I smooth. do on this one. I don't. You don't.
1: I think it's harsh at first. Really? I It, it is. And it's like...
0: Did it's you like it s- in your cocktail that you refused to call an old-fashioned?
1: I can't give an honest opinion on that because it doesn't... It's not reminiscent of an old-fashioned.
0: Did you like it in your cocktail?
1: I don't like my cocktail that you made for me, Justin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: <sighs>
1: <laughs> oh man, I need a new bartender. Just kidding. Just apparently. Kidding. <laughs> um, no, this one just—it's not for me. I—I I, I hate to say that because I really want to support a badass female whiskey creator. Yes. Yeah. But this is just not. I drink Irish Irish whiskey, going for a specific, like there's flavor just this flavor profile. Yeah, this is a, different. A specific flavor profile, and I there's just something about this, like, and that's not you don't taste just sweet. The whole thing isn't just sweet, and the sweetness for me comes, and like I said, the only way I can describe it is like a flash, just a flash. A flash of honey, and it goes away, and it, and it, it's and I don't know if I'm describing this correctly or not, but, like, fumy, It's fumy. Hmm. even when you first... When it hits you,
0: I well, just... <sighs> we, we can't, you know, neither one of us can like every single whiskey we no. drink. So and I did that's know, going okay.
1: into this one tonight, I wanted to try it a second time because when I tried it on Thanksgiving, I didn't care for it. Um, And...
0: The best thing about that just, is... There's more for me. <laughs> there is more for you. Because I do like it yes. a lot. Yeah.
1: Um, I, it's just, it's not a favorite of mine. I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with my.
0: Your Jameson. Yeah. Or the pulleys that I don't own. Oh. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> hint, hint. Quink,
1: quink. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it's not, it's not bad. It's just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you. It's me. <laughs>
0: it's, well, it is for me. Like I said, I enjoy it. I think the bottle's cool as hell, too. Um, Even if it wasn't Walking Dead, like, just the, the shape of the bottle, it's got, like, this skull on top. Um, It's just, it's a unique look. Um, And, yeah, I, I'm just, I'm a fan of this one, for sure. I'm going to continue drinking more of that, more of it. Like I said, I almost want to get another bottle, just so I can keep drinking it and have my bottle that remains unopened on the shelf, which... <laughs> It's probably silly, but it is a limited edition. so.
1: Something we did earlier this season that we stopped doing early on. I oh, don't know why. I know what you're um, we would give our listeners a heads up on the next bourbon or whiskey that we are going to be drinking on the next week's episode. So you could try it with us if you haven't tried it. Or if you have it at home, you could make yourself an old fashioned with us or drink it neat on the rocks in a different cocktail. However you want to drink it. But drink it with us. Um and with only what did we say? 5 weeks left?
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Um well yeah, because we're going into week week 13 this week.
0: Yeah, we'll we we'll keep coming we have, to you with waivers until the championship. Yeah,
1: so with only 5 weeks left of fantasy football. We don't have many episodes left um For the season, which makes me sad. We really had to start thinking about what we're going to be drinking, uh, what we want to bring to you guys in our um, upcoming episodes. We did plan out next week. We are bringing, like, since we tried out, we're going to continue the theme of Irish whiskey. We're going to bring Jameson to you, but we're going to bring our collection of Jameson to you because when I say Jameson is our go-to, I mean, Jameson is our go-to. We're going to have Jameson, um... I might not be having an old-fashioned next week, Justin. I might make a Jameson ginger. Go for it. Um, and we're going to bring Jameson cold brew, Jameson orange, and we have a specialty bottle. It's a little teaser because you cannot get it in the United States. You have to go to Middleton to get it. Jameson Middleton, my amazing in-laws, brought us back a bottle of Jameson Middleton got a special 10 year anniversary label on it for our 10 year wedding anniversary this year. We are going to try it for the first time next week. I am somebody who is like don't save the don't save a special whiskey or bourbon for a special occasion, drink it. Yeah. But we, this is when we were like, oh, we need to save it. But we're going to try it. Like
0: Whiskey's meant to be drunk.
1: It is. It got brought <laughs> up on Thanksgiving. You're like, no, we haven't tried it yet. We're waiting. Um,
0: The wait is over. The
1: wait is over. <laughs> we're going to try it next week. Did I leave out a Jameson? We Cold are,
0: brew, orange, regular. We aren't doing black,
1: um, black Barrel.
0: Yes. If you would like to get a little opinion on Black Barrel, go back to our yes. preseason wide receiver episode where... Uh, Rod Rod actually
1: took my spot that week. Yes. I was out of... Out of the state. Yeah, I was out of the state that week. So, um, but yeah, we will have those four on the show next week. Yeah, so grab yourself
0: a bottle of Jameson Mm -hmm. and join us. Miranda, you got anything else?
1: I am... um, This cocktail... This, yes, I can just, it's a cocktail. I don't know what you put in it. It's not an old fashioned, but it is almost gone because I did drink it.
0: (laughs) Going once, going twice. Sold. Old fashioned
1: football.